Welcome to Your Highness Podcast, a show where we get comfortable with the uncomfortable, uncover areas of cannabis where accessibility and inclusiveness are lacking, and elevate conversations about ways to affect real change in this space. Listening to Your Highness Podcast. I'm your host, Diana Crash, and today I am joined by Katie Enright of Lavinia. How are you doing today, Katie? Hello, great. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for being here. Um, so, we're going to start this episode as we do every episode with our recurring segment Fave Pot and Fave Not Pot, where we talk about our favorite cannabis related item at the moment. And our favorite non-cannabis related item at the moment. And I'm going to start with my fave pot. Um, it's actually my PAX 3, which I've, I've said before, but it's it's my handy go-to. <laughs> uh, because it makes it just so easy to smoke flour throughout the day um, without like taking out a bunch of tools. And it also gives me the whole... Uh, molecular synergy that I just learned that terminology in lieu of entourage effect. And so, <laughs> um, and, and so I really like this tool. It's, uh, it's, it's really my go-to because it's pr pretty much the most, the easiest thing that I can use throughout the day. So uh, what's your fave pot? That's awesome. So my favorite pot is I, I actually um, like pinched a nerve or threw my back out. I can't actually turn my head all the way to the right currently. <laughs> um, so I made myself a little homemade balm, uh, coconut oil, essential oils, and um, some cannabis. And so I'd say that that currently is saving my life and my, my favorite pot. That is awesome. Pinch nerves are not awesome, though. I feel like I get them now just brushing my teeth. Like, I'm not yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was doing burpees, which I think is the the last time I'm ever going to do them. I think I'm breaking <laughs> up with burpees. Yeah, that's a lot more hardcore than brushing my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, brushing my teeth are like burpees. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> same, same, slightly different. Um, so my fave not pot is, uh, actually my husband just bought me this Brita water thing. It's, it's like an individual, um, container, right? Like water bottle. I don't know why I'm having a hard time saying oh. the words water bottle. <laughs> no way. Jose. And it's a Brita one, individual water yes. bottle. Oh yes. And you, so you can fill up anywhere. And like, even if you're at the gym and the water thing isn't working, you can go into the bathroom and fill it up in there. And so I am so freaking in love with this thing. Um, and it's also helping me drink a lot of water throughout the day, which, you know, sometimes it's hard to do, but, um, because it has a straw, it's like this, the straw you drink, you just drink it from this plastic straw and it's like a built-in filter inside of the straw. So it like no filters way. while you're drinking it. Yeah. That's amazing. Well. I think I'm going to buy one now as well because that sounds amazing. It is. It is really amazing. So what is your fave not pot? So I have a major coffee addiction. 
that, mm, <laughs> so I mean, it's the one thing that every day I could probably go without water. I shouldn't, but I probably could, but I can't go without coffee. So that's, I'm going to, I'm going to say coffee all day, every day. That's so funny because mine almost was cold brew, but then I was, because I've been really chugging it today, but then I was like, wait a minute, I'm also drinking just as much water because of this fantastic thing. (laughs) There you go. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So moving on. Um, Let's talk about making good sex accessible. So Katie, in your opinion, how can cannabis make good sex accessible? Oh, dun, dun, dun. So the whole goal of our company, Lavinia, is to enhance people's sex life through cannabis. And cannabis is a vasodilator. And what that means is that, you know, when you smoke weed and your eyes turn red? Mm-hmm. Literally, the blood vessels are dilating, meaning they're increasing in size and the blood flow is increasing. And obviously, for obvious reasons, that's how women have really great, amazing orgasms and also how men get erections is from increased blood flow. So uh, so being a vasodilator is exactly how um, cannabis can make sex amazing. And it can also help with mental, <laughs> the mental side of it. Yeah, too, right? exactly. Exactly. There is. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. It gets you out of your head. There's a lot of performance anxiety that people experience. Uh, Cannabis is is, so good for that as well, because I I would say like sex is 50% mental, 50% physical. Right. I mean, it's like, that's what I love so much about plant medicine. I've been saying this a lot lately, but I, I feel like if you have anything that impedes your sex life or your sexual health, um, any kind of condition, physical, mental, physical, it, it can be really difficult and uncomfortable to communicate those, um, issues with a medical provider, especially if that medical provider isn't open-minded to cannabis. And if you live in the areas that I've lived in, then that's pretty much all that you meet. Um, so. Oh, no. yeah, and I and so I think it's really important to have this access to all of these awesome products like the ones that you're selling because it gives people like the ability to have body autonomy a little even more so, right? Because already plant medicine gives us more options, but it's like we can almost do this DIY sexual health regimen even if you're only mildly interested in plant medicine, it can really open up your whole world sexually, I think. Uh, I think it's just like just little bit at a time, even if you're doing, you know, like, oh, let me just try this lubricant. Let me just try this serum. Let me try this. And, you know, before you know it, (laughs) it's a whole new world, people. (laughs) Yeah. Amen. It's it's interesting because a lot of different factors go into a sexual situation. And, you know, for me, if it's like uh, my dog barks at just the wrong moment, my my climax is gone and gone forever. Mm-hmm. And so what I love about so um, Ojai, which is the cannabis lubricant that we've come out with, mm-hmm. is that it, for me, it takes all the pressure away. Like I know that I'm going to have a great orgasm. And so I don't even have to worry about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that's a great thing because a lot of times you do worry about it and that takes away from a lot of the experience. 
So yeah, yeah, exactly. And puts you in your head more. So this, this allows me to be able to relax and, and go straight into my body. Yeah, I, I love it. I, I love it. And I will say that I like I told you right before we started, I used it last night. And I will definitely uh, say that I'm a proponent. Yay! I love that. Yeah. I um. So in your so what factors went into your formulation? I, I know that it was a process. Um, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. So it's kind of uh, a little bit interesting how this came about. Um, I was training for my second marathon and my first marathon, I injured myself terribly and the recovery process was awful. And so for my second marathon, I was determined to not have that result. And so I started looking into ways in which I could have a better recovery. And I I started researching about cannabis. And um, I realized that cannabis can be used as to enhance the sexual experience in one of the articles I read. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's that's crazy. What it what <laughs> I had never heard of this before. What are you talking about? And I tried it and I was like, holy good night. I didn't understand at that point why it worked, what was happening, but I was like, this is amazing. Like it's it's a pretty significant difference. Um, and so I literally went to a dispensary the next day just to literally seek out finding a sexual based product that wasn't coconut oil based because I was using coconut oil to make the bones and I literally couldn't couldn't find it. The, the product didn't exist. And, and really, honestly, I just wanted to be a consumer. And I went to three different three different dispensaries that day and I couldn't find anything. There was only one product available and it was coconut oil based. And so I literally started making the formula in my kitchen just for myself using a silicone base because I really love silicones. And so I didn't know what I was doing. And I was just kind of throwing <laughs> distillate in there. And I was, I mean, I just didn't know what I was doing. Actually, I was probably doing whole, whole flour at that point. But um, I started, I was bartending at a, a really popular bar in West Hollywood called Bar 1200. And I started to give little samples away to friends or to customers coming in just like as an act of love like you get a great orgasm you get a great orgasm you get a great orgasm I was like the Oprah Winfrey of orgasms right and um and then you know somebody a random stranger came up to me and was like hey are you the weed lube girl and I was like oh my gosh I am I'm the weed lube girl that's so fun and he was like hey can I get some of that I'll, I'll totally buy it from you and it was like at that point that I was like, okay, this is a company. If I have the strangers coming up to me asking me if I'm the weed lube girl and asking for some, I was like, this is definitely something that needs to exist. So I actually hired a PhD chemist and we went through about 25 different formulations before we found the perfect, we like to call it the orgasmic mix of THC and CBD. And we literally spent a year and a half in R&D 25 different formulations. We had beta testing groups. We did everything from like only THC, no CBD, uh, like every kind of iteration that you can imagine we did. Um, we also looked into doing nanotechnology. Um, and then from from there, there, there's actually a vibrator called the Lioness that has sensors mm -hmm. on the side that record the pulsing of the vaginal walls during a sexual experience. So what's really cool is that we had data for the first time ever that we could say like, oh, wow, the, the pulsing was really intense on this orgasm or this sexual situation, but it wasn't as intense as this. And, and kind of we were able to differentiate where we wanted to be. And then also we just had a, a beta testing group because it's a little it's a little hard to quantify 
you know, one orgasm from the next. And so it was really nice to have like scientific data that we could go back and be like, oh, no, 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 look at the pulsing here. And, um, and so then, yeah, so that's how we, we chose our formula was based on that. But it was literally about a year and a half and 25 different formulas before we, we determined which one we were going to use. Oh, wow. So you obviously just spoke about it a, a good deal. But can you expand a little more about the scientific data. Um, I know that you just talked about the vibrators, but who did you use them on and, and who was involved in, in the testing? Yeah. So we had a, like a beta testing group and it kind of was, was some of them were anonymous and some of them were people that I knew and we had stipulations where it couldn't be like a first time experience with that person because we didn't want any first time, um, you know, your first time experience is sometimes misleading in that it can be sure. really good and then it's never that good again, or it's right. really bad and then it gets better. And so we wanted people that were, if it was a couple situation, we also had uh, people masturbating um, with the lioness. So we would provide lionesses for people. Um, and then oh. we would just do comparative data. And, um, and like I said, we did every kind of formulation. I think for me, the product and the formula is really, really important. So we put a lot of time and effort and energy into it. And then we actually have also Dr. Christina Collins on our team. And she is a board certified dermatologist. She went to Harvard. She's amazing. She's a woman's health advocate. She also has a, a vulva moisturizing line, which is great because it's a complimentary, complimentary product, but not competitive. And she actually is able to describe what happens in the body, like the vasodilation and the endocannabinoid system and how there are several receptors below the belt. And that's how it, you know, the product works. And so it's really nice for, for us to have two um, doctors on our team, because that really helps uh, demystify any kind of, uh, you know, people to, to scientifically explain like why what's happening in the body and why this is working. The, the thing is, is that you just want to be careful. There's an onset time of 15 minutes to a half hour that you really have to adhere to, mm -hmm. and you won't have a, the enhanced effect without that onset time. And it's, it's a little challenging because people are like, I know how to use lube. And then they, they put it on and go to town and it's like, no, 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 it really needs that, that vasodilation has to happen, which takes about 15 minutes to a half hour. And how did you come up with that part? That feels like that would take a long time to figure out. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's just kind of like, you know, when you, when you have an edible, right? Like it, there, mm -hmm. there's just an onset time that you have oh. to be aware of. And so, um, yeah, that's, it, it just needs, it needs a bit of time to work. That is wild. Um, I just wonder because sometimes I see that, you know, and it'll say like, wait 15 to 20 minutes or what, you know, and I'm just like, how do they come up with that exact? Yeah. <laughs> How do they know? Well, and it's interesting because every body is different and everybody interacts with cannabis differently. Sure. So for me, it could be seven minutes. For you, it could be 18 minutes. So we just kind of give the guideline of 15 minutes to a half hour. Um, but obviously, that's that it depends on your body. We did look into doing a nanotechnology, and, and mm -hmm. the onset time for that is a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. um, but the issue that we had was that the taste factor looked terrible. There was a really horrible taste that went along with it that everyone in our um, testing group was like, I had to stop and brush my teeth. <laughs> and oh. so we decided to not do nano because I thought, you know what, it's worth waiting seven extra minutes if you if you can actually go down on somebody and not have an awful experience. 
Wow. That is really wild. I, I can't even imagine. People were like, it's, it hasn't been amount. That's just so crazy to me to think about all of that that goes into factoring the time. Because I'm definitely one of those people that takes a while. But I, I think that the 15 minutes was okay. I think that worked just fine for me. But usually, like you said, with the edibles, right? Like if it says, you know, half an hour, it's usually like three hours for me sometimes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, you should be smart and not take another one until right. at least after three hours. Otherwise, right. Um, but, but for but for the topical for the for our lubricant, like you can kind of um, feel like you can feel it working. You can kind of feel the increased blood flow, and then everything kind of plumps, mm-hmm. and um and it, you can like engorges. Like that's kind of an awful word to say, but you can kind of see that it's ready for a, a sexual experience. Just like the it, you know, it it it's very simplistic increases blood flow so you yeah. can tell when you have increased blood flow in that area with men it's a lot easier to tell because they have an erection so it's like right. okay you're ready to go with women it's a little it's a little bit more subtle yeah um, yeah sure I think it also helps like with the mood too even though I know there are other things that can help specifically with that like you said it's just all ties into the mental and you know how much you're in your head but um I, I think that is just so fascinating, really. <laughs> Thank you for answering that. Um, so in your opinion, I know you touched on it a little bit, but how is cannabis a superior sexual aid? Like what what sets it apart from everything else? I know you have a very unique background. And so if you want to talk about that a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I actually studied theology and almost became a nun. So my introduction into cannabis is probably unlike anyone else ever. (laughs) Um, So what's really funny is that when I decided not to become a nun, I entered the world of sexuality, but I didn't know anything. And I was really intimidated and I didn't, I didn't want to be bad in bed. I mean, no one wants to be rubbish in the sack. Everyone wants to be a legend, right? Right. So I actually, I, um, I did like webinars and tutorials about how to, to give better oral sex, all about anal, the ABCs of anal, you know, um, I really took a lot of time to educate myself because I didn't, I, I just was so, um, I, I just lacked knowledge. And when you lack knowledge, you kind of it, it lack power. And so I wanted to empower myself. Um, so yeah, so it's kind of funny because my approach to sexuality is so different, I think, to a lot of people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of interesting because, like I said, I was I was entering the world and knew nothing. And now, like, friends turn to me to, 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 to talk about, you know, anal sex, oral sex, like uh, everything, how to give a better hand job, how to, because I've really taken the time to, to educate myself, um, which is kind of fun. And, and cannabis is just so incredible. I feel like it's, it is like a giant gift from God being like, here is this amazing plant that will do everything for you, um, include giving you better orgasms. Right. I love that. I think you should start teaching some of those classes on your website to go along with the, the products. But um. yeah, I think I think I'm going to do that, actually, because it's really intimidating, like giving somebody uh, going down on somebody the first time can be a really intimidating experience if you don't have uh, if you don't have that experience. And then also, if you it's really about communication and that's kind of the, the key to everything. And that's something that we try to empower people to do is to communicate 
about sex. It's really challenging because we're in two really taboo industries. So we're in cannabis and we're in sex. So if somebody's comfortable talking about cannabis, they're not necessarily comfortable talking about sex and vice versa. So it's really about trying to break down two, I'd say like normalize two very taboo industries. And the perfect way to do that is by having someone who has such an academic background, because with theology, I mean, that right there reveals that you love to get really into it. (laughs) Yeah. And so you really took like an academic approach to sex. And it sounds like your background really just kind of prompted you for, you know, mixology, so to speak. And so mixing those two things together, it's, I think the perfect forum for people to people who just think this is so out of the, you know, out of the realm of possibility to take you seriously because you are really looking into it. Like, you know what you're talking about. You're doing the research. You are, you are looking at it like a a research study topic, right? Instead of, Oh, I just want to get high. Like, or I just want to feel better. Like it, if that makes sense, like you're taking it, like you really studied it. That's what I'm I'm sensing from you. Yeah, totally. And I still do, to be honest with you. Like we're working on some anal sex products and I literally look up medical journals at night. So I work all day. <laughs> and then at night I moonlight by researching medical journals about sex. And what's so crazy is there there is literally zero research about anal sex and cannabis. So wow. it's kind of it's from our point of view, it's super exciting because we are on the the ground floor or like the cut, you know the cutting edge of anal sex, which again, I thought I was going to be a nun. So this is very different right. than what I thought. Yeah. And I, I just love that you're taking such a matter of fact approach to it. That's really, I think what I was looking for earlier when I was saying like you're doing, you're being very matter of fact because you know what you're talking about because you're doing real research and you're looking into things that people aren't even talking about. And that is revolutionary. Um, so that is awesome. So thanks. Let's talk about, because you did mention silicone earlier, and that is very interesting to me because I know there are some lubricants that are compatible with condoms and some that aren't. And I know that yours cautions about um, certain sex toys. So do you want to talk about that a little? Yes, absolutely. That's really important to know. So there are three basic types of lubricant, water-based, oil-based, and silicone-based. And um, oil-based is not condom compatible. So anything that's like a coconut oil-based uh, sexual enhancing um, experience or lubricant that is not condom compatible. And that's really, really, really important to know. It also kills good bacteria and can cause yeast infections. So for me, Ooh. that's why I, when I tried it the first time, when I made it in my kitchen for myself, I didn't want to use coconut oil anymore um, because it gave me yeast infection. That's probably too much information, but no, that is really interesting. <laughs> no, that is so interesting because I was actually going to ask you about the coconut oil because I was wondering why you'd we're kind of going away from that, but that, that makes so much sense. Wow. Yeah, exactly. And, and also it's not condom compatible. So um, those are two really, but the thing is, is coconut oil has all the buzzwords. It's very trendy. It's organic. It's vegan. It's like all the things, right? Right. (laughs) And so I understand why it's popular, but that doesn't mean it's, it's a good lubricant to use. And that doesn't mean it should be going inside of your body, you know? Um, 
And so then I really love silicone-based lubricants. And the reason why I love it is because the particles are really big. So the body never actually absorbs the silicone. So it's waterproof. So it's a really long-lasting lubricant. Um, it feels really silky. It's great for both vaginal and anal use because of the fact that it's water, uh, sorry, that it's um, really long-lasting. It's waterproof. So it's it's good for both vaginal and anal use. Um, and especially if you're going to do anal, I know I've talked a lot about anal today, but like I, if you're going to ha have anal sex, you really have to use a silicone-based lube because water-based, the body will naturally absorb it. Um, and so you have to constantly be reapplying it, which is fine if you're using it vaginally because you're uh, vaginally also will start to produce moisture, uh, but anally it will not. So it's really important to use a silicone-based lube anally. Um, and so we decided, I did so much research on silicone, so much, like it's insane. <laughs> and I tested every single one out. We decided to use dimethicone, which is an FDA approved silicone. It is really silky feeling. I really love it because it's just, it just feels really, really nice. It's a really nice feeling lube. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's kind of why, why we went with silicone, just because if I'm just personally a huge fan of it, Again, like I said, you can use it vaginally or anally. Um, mm -hmm. It's really long lasting. Water-based loops are great as well. The only issue with a water-based lube is, like I said, if you do that, you have to use nanotechnology. And mm. currently there is a, a significant taste issue with nano. And I was just, I, I wasn't willing to compromise on the taste because nine times out of 10, a sexual experience will have some kind of oral component to it. And so- Hopefully, um, no kidding. You wanna, yeah, exactly. That a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly hopefully nine times out of ten. <laughs> that's very funny and actually if you do consume the product orally if you do go down on somebody while they're wearing it sublingually uh the cannabis will be absorbed so you actually potentially could get a little bit of a head high if what? you just use it vaginally it won't or if you just use it on your vulva or you won't get a little bit of a head high, um, which is very interesting. If you use it anally, you also will get a head high. Wow. That is so interesting. You blew my mind right there. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. And I would like to say before we finish that one thing I really liked about this lubricant was that it didn't have any smell and it was very clean. And like the way you're talking about absor absorption is really uh, – it's really sticking to me right now because I, like, yeah, I think that was just all so it's just, you're just blowing my mind with these facts right now. Um, Aww, I'm like, I feel like I have to go research this myself now after we, <laughs> I mean, I will be because I am writing about it, but um, I just think that is just wild. And I love that you're doing this work. Um, and thank you so much for spending time with me today. And sharing some of your knowledge and just helping everyone have better sex. <laughs> oh, thanks so much for having me. I love that. I, I that's Thank you so much for having me. This has been super fun. So before we end, is there anything that you would like to promote or do you have any calls to action? Oh, um, well, you can follow us on Instagram. We are, uh, as you said, you had mentioned before, you know, putting some techniques. I actually am working on that. So that's going to be super fun. Um, wow. But you can follow us on Instagram at oh.lavinia, L-A-V-I-N-I-A. Um, and, and keep in touch.
Awesome. Thank you so much once again. And please come back anytime, Katie. Oh, thanks for having me. I, I definitely will. Until next time, stay high and beautiful. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Your Highness Podcast or on Twitter at Highness Podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes and subscribe.